All right, welcome to our episode of Real Estate vs. Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have a co-host, Mr. Dan Gandy. Welcome, Dan. Thank you, guys. Glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. And today we have a very special guest. This is the second time around, but we got him on this time around. His name is... Zachary. He's an entrepreneur with Loft Realty in Delaware. This individual is a national speaker, loves tacos, loves walks to get his tacos, <laughs> yes. and is crushing it on social media. So Zachary, welcome to Real Estate vs. Technology, man. Glad to have you. My man, thank you so much for having me on. And yes, I am Zachary. Yes, I am in Delaware. And absolutely, yes, I love me some tacos. So, And I'm just here uh, ready to just chat it up with you guys on everything tech. And I think we're going to be getting deep on some short form video life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I can't wait. So getting started before we get there, let's talk about you really quick. So behind all the videos, everything that you're doing with the short form videos, let's talk about how long you've been in the business. What the heck made you get into this real estate industry? Perfect. So I was actually, uh, when I was 17, I joined the military. Uh, I went right into the army. My parents were uh, both Air Force active duty, retired in that scape. So they kind of like led me that direction or forced me in that direction. Um, and then I spent six years uh, going in and out of kind of active duty to inactive contracts. Uh, I deployed overseas, did all that stuff. And basically the whole time during the slightly inactive times, I would take up different odd jobs. Like I uh, installed surround sound systems at one point. I, I even ran my own business at one point and was terrible. Ran it absolutely <laughs> to the ground with an adult soccer league just because I missed soccer. Um, I invested in the clothing line that I ran into the, uh, ran into the ground. It, it was a lot of failures from going into installing police lights on cars and being fired for lacking passion and energy. Um, and and wow. exactly, I was demoted <laughs> twice in the army for just basically doing stuff because I was bored. Um, and then in the Department of Corrections is where I kind of landed uh, when I was 23 and got out of that full contract because I was going down the path of least resistance. You know, you go from military. I worked some state jobs. I was like, ah. You know, I guess I got to be a cop now. Can't walk straight into it because I don't got a great resume because I got fired from a couple jobs. <laughs> Let's start here. And it was when I was in there. I had an agent who's actually still in and still killing it and has an awesome team that's local, still connected with her, um, who basically came up to me at church one day and said, hey, Zach, what are you doing? I told her what I was doing. She said, you should be a realtor. And I was like, oh, no. And then I completely avoided it. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you ever again. And then a month later, she asked the same exact thing. So why aren't you a realtor? I want to get you into wow. a realtor. She wasn't running a team. She's an individual agent. She was literally just saying, look, I think you should be a realtor. And I was like, look, I completely understand. But no, I want to make money and I feel I'll make zero money doing that. I have a mortgage and stuff. So flash forward, month later, she calls me 10.30 at night. This woman knew my schedule. She knew I was about to go into a midnight shift. I had to drive an hour to get to the prison, wow. there for nine hours, drive an hour back, come home, sleep for like eight hours. It was terrible. Wow. But um, and it was even worse because they could freeze you. Like basically when you're walking out of the prison, say, by the way, you're not going home. You're staying for another eight hour. And because I was so oh. far... God. I would basically leave that second shift, sleep in the parking lot to wake up for my next shift. It was awful. It was terrible, but it was what I had to do to provide. Yeah. And at the time, like I said, I thought the path leads resistance. And so she called me at 1030 night and said, hey, Zach, I know what you said, but I registered you for the class that starts tomorrow at four. And I was like, I am already booked. Like my schedule is so tight. I work four, 
purposeful out overtime shifts a month just to make ends meet. And then yeah. I just get thrown on some, how am I supposed to manage that? And so I ended up showing up first class. We put it on the credit card because we had like $400 in the bank account that we used. We took out all that cash. So I'm walking in with $400 bills. Actually, it was 20s out of an ATM. This little stack of $400, rest on a credit card. And then I told her, I said, look, I'm Department of Corrections. I'm going to try and be here as much as possible, but I'll work really hard. Uh, I'll go wow. all in. Um, and she agreed, got in, got my license. And then the real trash started because I got in in a month and then quit the Department of Corrections. Oh my God. Uh, I went super, super hard and we didn't have much more in the bank account than we had when we started. So I love when Dwayne Johnson's speaking to the Lakers and he talks about having your back against the wall. Um, yeah. By the way, am I allowed to curse? Is that like a thing? Sure, why not? You know, cool. Why not? Against the fucking wall. And <laughs> when I have my back against the fucking wall, I had no room to go except forward. And so I won rookie of the year that year, closed 27 deals, and then struck up a partnership with a new guy named Austin, ended up creating the loft team. Three years later, we're the number one team in the state, we're the number one reviewed brokerage in the state, uh, and we're closing over 200 deals this year. So Holy it's shite. all grown from being thrown into a situation, giving it my all, and frankly, being stupid. I had no sales experience, had no management experience, had no growth experience, had none of that. So it's all been on the basis and it still is of, I don't know the answers. I'm going to find someone who does, learn from them, watch the video, read the book, read the blog. And I've just become a learnaholic. Um, And I just want to continue to be a professional idiot for the rest of my life uh, because it's working. Dude, kudos to you, bro. I have to say, I love it. That's a great story. Thank you, man. Yeah, and it's captivating and it's very well thought out. And the way that you deliver it is just like, you got my attention. But I love how the fact that you went from, you know, you, you failed, you failed, you failed. And then yeah. someone believed in you and saw something and you didn't see yourself. And then you're like, well, fuck it, let's go for it. And then yeah. you went for it and you've had massive success with it. And now you're having so much success in now online as well, outside of just what you did. And we'll talk about that today. And I have to say, that's just absolutely amazing. So yeah, answer my next question, which is fantastic. And uh, congratulations. I saw some of your stuff too with your team. I love what you're doing with the videos in regards to kind of like the 1980s, 1970s <laughs> kind of vibe. I thought that was really yep. cool. And uh, it's super freaking trendy, especially for this type of times. And, and the next question is what separates you? And you already it's there i mean anyone that looks up zachary you already see exactly what separates you so i could tell and it goes back to the original thing i just said of just being a professional idiot most of the times is we just look at what people have done and we're like okay let's find something else Mm -hmm. like we just try to do stuff that's different and it gets us in trouble sometimes i got a lot of hate for that 80s video i got tons of hate because there's all these old heads like you're making fun of people who have low budgets and i used to make commercials like Gregory, I don't care. Like, just unfollow me. Like, I made a video about how I despise the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And I got okay. a lot of video, people commenting. I was like, do you need assistance to the unfollow button? I'll find you the link. Like, it's yeah. just the one thing I've happened upon, I didn't even research it prior to, is in business overall, especially when you're a face business, when we're not like Nike, like you're yeah. going to hear my voice, you're going to see my face, you're going to know my life. You have to be polarizing. Mm-hmm. You have to understand 20% of people aren't going to like you. Yes. And find them. Find them. Because yeah. that's the only way you're going to find the 20% of people that like you. And then going deeper, if you want to find the 5% of people who are literally going to die for you. They're, if you say, hey, I need five volunteers to help these people move because they can afford it. I'm there. You need to also find the 5% of people who will make fake Gmail accounts just to leave you one-star reviews. 
you got to find both. There's no way to just find one unless you're Mother Teresa. Dude, people forget what you said and did, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. So whether they love you, they hate you, or whatever the case may be, they're not going to forget you, which is which is huge. You know, yeah, and different is better that. than better. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's get into a little bit. So I know you're doing the short stories. I know you have a lot on Instagram. So if you're going to go into say a formal listing presentation, and what separates you is obviously what you already do. I mean, mm -hmm. what's the percentage of people that already, when you're going to go into a referral like like situation, already know who you are or find you online, like? How does that look for you? Uh, about 97% of people come from social media and already know who we are before we walk into the listing appointment. So we, we bring in almost every single listing appointment. Um, we have closed over 200 deals this year. And out of the listings we have lost, uh, which has been five, um, four of those people just didn't end up selling. Mm. So we Got don't it. really lose too many, but I, I hate to say lose because it's not really a competition because... Yeah people will simply choose who they like these days. I, I think we're getting a little farther away from the whole listing interview thing. Like, yeah, I think that's kind of slowly going, slowly going away. And that might kind of be a hot take and something people will be like, that's dumb. I think we're getting away from it because I think people are getting closer and closer to just saying either A, I want the most reviewed person in the area. B, I want to work with the person that I know, love and trust already, or C, someone that's deeply connected to me. And that's kind of going to be the vibe. Then and it yeah. already is in most every other business except ours. Yeah. Yeah. So then let's talk a little bit about that. And we're getting closer to the mix-up round and Dan will take that over. But what's the conversation like? Because they already know, like, and trust you from the social standpoint, see your videos, vice versa, if they didn't. Usually about everything except the house. I, I mean, yeah. I have I have, and I train our agents on basically like the five main things you want to be asking throughout. You know, I want to know like who's on the mortgage. I want to know what their plans are. You know, what the exact reason is for selling. You know, how much do you owe? You know, what would be an ideal situation to getting this sold property? Do you want more money? You want to go on in less amount of time? You want no contingencies, a conventional loan, like getting those things. And then boom, present the marketing plan. Here's what we do, X, Y, Z, W, Q, whatever. And that's really it. Get it signed. Throughout though, I'm looking for the connection because if mm -hmm. they reached out to us via social media, there's a connection. Mm -hmm. Once I find mm -hmm. it, done. I walked by, I, I remember this one where uh, we were at a listing appointment and when we walked to the living room, the masters were on and I said, oh, you watch golf? He said, I love golf. Guess what? We talked golf the rest of the time. We sat down at the end of the tour and sat and watched golf for 30 minutes and just chit chatted. And I was like, oh, he was like, oh, by the way, do I need to sign these? I was like, yeah, you can go ahead. Just sign here. here, here. Like it, it's that easy. Like you just got to be a good human <laughs> yes everyone out there listen to this because it's so true everyone gets caught up in like the transaction how many transactions i've done and oh, so much gci and all this stuff. it's like we're human beings having relationships with other human beings and yeah you might be helping them sell or buy one of the biggest yeah. transactions of their life but that and doesn't don't get me mean wrong, to be there's scripts and sciences to being a great conversationalist don't get yeah. me wrong Yes. There, are, there is a science. And I would suggest two books right now, a Sp Never Split the Difference and How to Make Friends and Influence People are really the two books you need right then and there to walk in confidently knowing you could talk to anybody. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. I love that. That is amazing. And I, I love the, the candor too, because Zachary, out of a lot of guests that we've had, you've actually are one of the guests that already just kind of like took charge and asked like, all right, what's the narrative? What's the plan? What's the game plan? Before we're even on air, it's just like, all right, so uh, yeah. what are we going to go and get into it? I just like, like what? Like that's not <laughs> so 
kudos to you for taking that on doing that i love that i'm pretty much done on my side and i know dan's probably gonna pivot a little bit because you're almost like a wild card because you're not that traditional fit in the box type of agent which i absolutely love we do want to learn about tool sets and tech that you're using for anyone out there that wants to potentially you know use some of the tech that you're using or jump on board and do kind of what you're doing so dan go ahead and pick up the mix up round and change up the camera angle and have fun thank you norm yeah uh zachary what's really funny is i think i discovered you on clubhouse okay and i um you're on some forum talking about something about video and i was like all right let me check this guy's ig out and i was like holy smokes this guy has more instagram followers than i think the other like 70 people that are in this room combined um so let's just talk about video guy like you're killing it with it how do you come up with the content like what is your plan like when you're looking at your weekly schedule and you're like all right i need to shoot a video this week or a couple videos this week where how do you how do you go through that process i think there's a few different um bullet points that we always look at for what we need for videos i mean for one you get a listing cool we need a listing video i mean that's just kind of standard um and, and we go above and beyond in a few different routes obviously um but i always have three ads running so and my ads have a month and a half shelf life i'm always shifting the creative so that's kind of my calendar for advertising um and then that's kind of my calendar for listings is okay do we have a listing now that we have a team um and we have a team of 12 members i have like amanda the she does amazing listing videos austin gardner he does amazing listing videos um and our team overall we have our own videographer so they make their own listings but at least twice a month i'll say when you know, and I have some people who don't want to get in front of the camera. That's okay. Like, as if when you have that listing, you think we'll make for a good video, hit me up. Let's make a listing video. And that was actually for the 80s video. Uh, the guy who's in it, John, uh, destroys it. He just got started. He hit me up, said, let's do a video. Um, that wasn't my idea. And that's the other thing about it is, again, I live off being a professional idiot. I surround myself with people that I know are better than me in specific mm-hmm. subjects. Now, I know across the board, average i'm probably better if we took everything and uh, you know mm-hmm. threw it all into a box pound for pound but i want people that are terrible at sales but have the most creativity on the planet i want three of them and then i'm going to sit down with them once a month and have a creative meeting and then i want the opposite i want two people on the team that are amazing teachers so that i don't have to do all the teaching and the, and the mm. actual coaching i want people that are on our team that have that drive about them that can push others that are almost kind of the management style like i can't be everything for everybody nor am i the best at any one thing necessarily and i'm very very open with admitting that and i'll tell them hey you're better than me at this i just we were just at a tom ferry event and i'm i'm getting closer and closer with tom and i said tom you need to follow her like amanda right here she's killing with listening videos she's going to give you content for your summits later on like you need to follow her and he did and and she was like that was amazing. Like, this is so cool. I was like, cause you're better than me at video. Like Mm -hmm. you may think that's weird right now, but you're (laughs) better than me and you're going to realize it later on. And that's why I push her to do certain things. Um, but, and I forget the question at this point, but it's, uh, (laughs) it's just being a professional idiot and literally looking at the fact that everybody in this industry wants to be everything for everyone and be the best at everything. Mm. But what I'm finding more and more of is the most famous people on the planet, the biggest influencers in the world are the people who are surrounding themselves with the right people. 
And yeah. that's what I'm trying to do more and more and more of because I love people. Uh, you know, I love that there's 26 people at our brokerage right now that work for a brokerage that would only exist because we created it. Uh, that we have admin that are getting paid, that are getting their paycheck because we're waking up and doing work. I love that. I love the pressure. Like uh, truly. So the the big difference for us has always just been like, and for me specifically, and for coming up with these ideas, is surrounding myself with people who have the ideas. That's good. No. Wow. That's you know when to you know when to pull in the right team members. And I think that comes, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that may come from some of that experience in the military, right? Sure. Right. Yeah, and is being able like, who's the specialist that's going to help yeah. me get my battle won. And anybody that follows me, you know, devoutly on TikTok will know I did not have a good military experience, but I firmly believe that the worst experiences in our life lead to the greatest learning opportunities. I had terrible leadership that literally wanted to do everything for everyone. And then when someone <laughs> screwed up something because they were doing something they weren't the best at, they got in trouble. They got coins and awards. And I was like, this does not look right. <laughs> None of this <laughs> looks like it's flowing correctly. Morale's awful. This is bad. And so you're 100% correct. Um, and I think we have those opportunities all the time. But the problem is most people will take the opportunity to complain about them instead of analyze them. Yeah. All right. Here's the question, because this is real estate versus tech. What new technology are you implementing in your business that you think will disrupt what you currently are doing or make you guys more efficient and, Sisu. and more powerful? Sisu. Uh, we just implemented Sisu. Um, we... Utilize Boomtown as a CRM, um, and we also have uh, BombBomb. You know, pretty much typical relationships there. But Sisu is kind of like the digital glue that combines everything, and allows me to walk in as a team leader. And you know, I'm out of production to walk in on my computer at 6 a.m. in the morning and look at it, and boom, dashboard. Here's how we're doing. I'm like, okay, cool. I can go work out now. Like, it's like it's beautiful, and I can easily look up each agent and say, okay. Austin's made his calls. Heather's made their calls. John's falling behind. Got to text him. Like it allows me to know what I need to do and kind of create that mental checklist. Um, because I, you know, I normally will text my agents in the morning. You know, hey, I'm grateful for you. I'm happy. You know, do this, this, that, and the third. But you know, if I look at here and I'm like, oh, you know, you're a deal behind on their typical average. Let me make sure everything's okay. You know, hey, I'm grateful for you. you know, is everything going okay? Like, I want to make sure you're taken care of. Like little stuff like that. Um, and that's from the data that I have in front of me. Um, because I think everyone tr always tries to separate into two different lines of people. Like you're either an emotional type of person, you're a people person, or you're a data person. I'm, I'm a data person, honestly, at the core of it, I'm a data person, but that data person allows me to be a really good emotional person because I know what to talk about. Mm -hmm. oh, that's good. That's all good information. And in all of this and all of your experience with technology and real estate, you know, what technology do you feel got you to where you were? Because there was media. a there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. social media. Yeah. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This little black mirror on the screen. I mean, the camera attached to the front. I mean, it's just that's it. That's I can't attest it to anything else. Um, it definitely wasn't my good looks. It wasn't the gap in my teeth. It wasn't my not my patchy beard. It was it was social media. It was getting on Facebook Live. It was. Instagram living and Instagram storing every single day my first year. It was connecting with new people via the $1.80 rule on Instagram. It was getting on TikTok back when everyone was really, 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 really cringy about it. Um, you know, I remember the first time I ever got to meet Jason Pantana. If you guys don't follow Jason Pantana, he's the marketing expert for Tom Ferry. I know you guys do, but for anyone listening, um, 
I remember I had the first ever conversation with him and I was having this kind of like geeky moment. It's like, oh my God, I get to talk to Jason about that. Um, and it was like two years ago and I brought up TikTok and he's like, oh. And I was like, no, dude, I like, I think this is it. And he's like, oh. And I still get on him for this. It's like, you didn't believe in it. Um, and at one point I had said, are you going to talk about this at Summit? And he said, no, nah, Tom's not going to talk about this at Summit. And then three days, so I only talked about it. And then three days before Summit, he said, dude, I said, what? He said, you have 400,000 followers on TikTok? I said, yeah. He said, why didn't you say that? He said, you thought, I, I said, you said it was stupid. So why would I tell you? <laughs> why would I say anymore? Yeah. And so <laughs> right. then he changed it, brought up TikTok, showed some of my videos. And, and, like, and that was kind of actually the first moment I was ever brought up in that ecosystem. Um, but it was also one of the biggest validation moments in my life where I got like, oh my God, like I'm doing this right. Like people want to hear what I'm saying now. Like it's no longer like the chastising from the side and the side talk and the banter in the back of like, oh my God, he's on TikTok. He's making videos. This is weird. Like, and so now it's like other people are starting to do it, which is fun because now I, I get to shift again, you know? I always tell people like, I'm not against the newspaper. I'm against the fact of no one's reading it. And then also no, uh, there's too many people advertising in it. If that swapped, I'd be in the newspaper tomorrow. Yeah. Like it's, it's day trading attention. That's all it is. Yep. And knowing, and knowing which roads to, you know, drive your car down. Right. Yeah. I think that's, that's where I, I, you know, I, and I some are going to be dirt roads. <laughs> exactly. yeah, some, sometimes it's just going to be grass. Like there isn't a road. Like yeah. it, sometimes that's what it's going to be. But if you are truly believing it, just throw the pedal down. What's the worst that, that can happen in this hypothetical car situation? There's tons of te terrible things that can happen. But in the real life situation, you, you fail, you delete it, and you try again. And if it was really that bad, most people probably didn't even see it. Mm -hmm. I, I have a buddy that you bring something up that's really fitting to this conversation is I have a buddy who's killing it who's mentored by another agent who's killing it, like quadruple killing it to what he's killing it at. And he's killing it. I think he's already made like nearly like nearly a half million dollars a year. I love that. Um, and I was like, hey, man, did you get on this yet? And he's like, oh, no, man, I've been busy at this and this and this. And I was like, hey, man, if there's you're talking to a guy that has a degree in advertising, I work in marketing, I work for a marketing agency, I'm a real estate broker. And I was like, here, I was like, put me on FaceTime. And I showed him my whiteboard and I said, you see those 14 people right there? That's all from this exact lead source that I told you to do three months ago, but you're yeah. like, oh, it's too new or I don't, that takes work. I got to do something different. And I was like, doing something different is what separates you from everybody else. 100%. When the audio facing Clubhouse app, someone sent it to me in December. And the moment I look and I still do, I did it with TikTok. I'll say it every time. Rob Vogel, Phoenix Fitness. And here in Milford, he's like, download TikTok. You'd kill it. He said that in November. They just got acquired from Musical.ly. It was brand new. I wish I did, but I didn't. Ah. I said, that's stupid. And then three months later, he said, download this. And I was like, I did. And I was on it. I was like, this is confusing. I already got enough of my plate. Deleted it. Two months later, he's getting engaged. He knows I do videos. He's like, hey, we're friends. You do video. She probably wouldn't even notice. Can you like shoot the, the proposal? Blah, blah, blah. Did it, edited it, gave it to him. Next day, walked into a shop. He said, yeah, that got 60,000 views on TikTok. 
all right, I'm going to download TikTok. I was like, you stole my views, fucker. Like, <laughs> I made that video. You guys had nothing to do with it. No, it was their video. But but that was my moment. And early Clubhouse, I almost did the same thing. Uh, Tim Macy in Dallas sent me his referral. And at the time, you only got one. So he was like, you should feel honored. And I was like, I do. What is this? And just being on it early, like, I've met so many amazing people on there. Connor, you brought him up. Neil, like, you guys. Connor, like, who invited me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I've met so many amazing people and I easily could have said, you can give it to somebody else. And would I have gotten another opportunity to get on two months later? Yes. But would kind of like the mod leadership kind of already be set for most of these bigger rooms? Yeah. yeah. So early implementation, I mean, at the very I've been on apps early and they sucked. Like I was on BitClout about four months ago and it's just like, who cares? Throw $10 into Bitcoin in 2010. At the least, you'll lose 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all good, man. It's, uh, I think what you're bringing up that a lot of agents need to do is implement, test, try, be innovative. Action is the worst be... part of our business. <laughs> exactly. It really is. Exactly. No. Wow. Love it. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for taking on that mix up round. And I have to say, a couple of things from my side is, is that you're, leading by example. I think a lot of agents, a lot of viewers, a lot of listeners out there should take what you're doing and really think about this because the average age of real estate professional is 57 and they're not adapting to this average buyer is 34 years of age. And a lot of these agents are laggers. So, or want to get to the mass market stage because they don't want to be early adapters. They don't want to be innovators. They want to wait all the way to the end, but you're an innovator and these agents they get it quick because for someone like yourself, you're going into this market, you're doing what you're doing, and you're probably now beating out people that are 30 years in the business within how long have you been in the business now? Four and a half years. Four and a half years. Four and a half years to where I'll you're at now. Next month. Yep. Dude, congratulations because 30 years, you know, door knocking, making phone calls, all this traditional marketing. If you just get on the tech side and take advantage like what you're doing and be the early adapter and innovator. You have so much more success. Yep. I love that. I love that. So getting into kind of last couple of questions that I have before we open the floor up to you, like, do you in your specific market do anything or consider yourself an expert at all? Like, do you do anything for local type of content that adds value so they can build a know like and trust factor, see you as an expert, which is an authority in the specific market. So like if they Google search, boom, you're found. You do anything with that type of uh, technique? Uh, so yes, I'm an absolute nerd in the Google background, uh, AdWords, Tag Manager, Analytics, things like that. I'm an absolute nerd for that. Google um, local service? Yep. Obviously, Google local service. Get there, people. Yep. hundred percent. You get on Google local service. Um, we, you know, we run PPCs, we remarket YouTube ads. One big thing we do is every single listing video that we like, uh, cause not everything we like, sometimes it comes out yeah. and it doesn't really match exactly <laughs> what we're looking at. Um, but if we like it, we push it out like that eighties video, it's currently being run as a YouTube ad. And most people be like, well, what's the call to action? Be like, shut up, Jason. It doesn't need one. They need to see that we're selling houses. Like yes. that's all we need. So, I mean, like, for example, like, I'm not even going to do this. It's stupid. But branding is such an underlooked. And when you give the floor, that's all I'm going to talk about is branding. Um, that's what we do. And that's how we're known. Um, and you know, we do do some complexer things. Like I do have Google display ads that run to people that are, that tag on our pixel or our Google tag, you know, people that follow us on Instagram. Like if you go to my profile, if you're in Delaware and you go to my Instagram profile and don't even follow me, you're going to see Instagram ads. Like 
it's we have it set up to where if you even look into us, you're gonna see us. Um, we do a lot with QR codes, and I do a ton just simply with remarketing. I feel it, it's weird because it's it's almost like everything we've always been saying since the 80s, 90s, early 2000s is just now in tech, and we've broken the link between the two, and I don't know why. Like, mm. for example, the elevator pitch, that's short form video. Like for people to tell, well, I can't do that in 30 seconds. Well, didn't everyone say you need to be able to tell me what you do and convince me why I should do it in under 30 seconds? That was an elevator pitch. Now you get to actually record it and practice it and do it day <laughs> after day. And you don't want to do it like that's stupid. Yeah. Like and for um, and, and I was trying to give the other example um, uh, for uh, God, that was that was actually the secondary. I can't remember what I was on. It's coming. Um, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I'll get back to it. But just the old school stuff still works. Yeah. And it's just now you can scale it. Now you Amplify. can push, Exactly. Now you just have the opportunity to go 30 layers deeper. Like, oh, uh, that's, that's what I was thinking. The fortunes and the follow-up. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been saying that. You got to call them back at least seven times as fizzballs before they'll give you the business. Okay. Then why aren't you retargeting the people who watch your YouTube videos? Why aren't you retargeting people with a Google tag to people that visit your website? Why aren't you putting people on an email campaign after you say, hey, I have a PDF that says, here's the seven things that have changed since COVID hit the market. If you're thinking of selling your home, you need this. Give me your name, give me your email. And then retargeting that list like clockwork. It's the same thing, except you can scale it. You can amplify it. And most people are like, well, I don't know how. Take down the site, Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. Everything in the known universe from how to buy the best cat in South Carolina to how to fix the transmission on a 1986 Jeep Cherokee is on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Like I have, the, I, I told my wife this one day and it sucked is like, if there's not a tutorial on YouTube, you're stupid. Like I remember yes. this time where we had our first kid and we have one baby girl. She's about to turn three years old. And I was installing the car seat for the first time. And I couldn't get it out. We had to switch cars. We only had one at the time. I couldn't get it out. And so I looked up on YouTube, the brand and everything, blah, blah, blah. And there was nothing. I was like, why is there anything on here? And then I Googled it and there's nothing on there. And then it turns, there's this giant red lever on the back that I didn't see. Like it's gigantic. You know, <laughs> that happened to me. Like, <laughs> happened to me too. Because if it's not on YouTube, you're stupid. Yep. <laughs> like, honestly, like you got to look at it again because you're probably missing something obvious. Um, but, but that's the biggest thing that's the biggest separate in our area is we're just taking all these old school techniques and just using the tools now that we have at our disposal. Yeah. Leveraging your past efforts for your future successes. I love that. My daughter's two and a half, by the way. So I, I saw that. your daughter. I was like, oh my God, daughters, yeah. both have daughters, same age. So, uh, fanboy, no, uh, but I love that. I, I love how you're just leveraging you know, and a lot of agents I speak to, I remember as soon as COVID hit, it was yeah. like, I had agents say, I don't know how to transact. I don't even know what to do. I'm like, whoa, I was whoa, so excited. Whoa. Like, right. I mean, I we so went excited. virtual. We said, we're done. Like I moved out of California with my wife, my daughters, I'm going to Arizona. This is great. I'm glad like I can. We had, now. Not to interrupt. I apologize. This yeah, no like kills me. We had this whiteboard um, in the back where we had a meeting where we saw it, what would be like some really innovative stuff that people just aren't ready for? Like, and I remember we, like when this happened, I'd walk back there and I was looking at this stuff, like we can start implementing this. We can start doing Facebook live open houses. We could start doing virtual showings. What if we did, because I was looking at like, how can we innovate? How could we save time? And I was like, is there a way we could just do buyer consultations on like Zoom? 
And then, but, but the problem was the world truly wasn't ready for a lot of these things. No. And then when that happened, I brought that whiteboard out, said, boys, girls, we're going virtual. This is what we're doing. (laughs) We are ready. I was so excited. And I I told, I I had said this since I started in the business. I said, I can't wait till the market crashes. I can't wait in one way, shape or form. And the market really didn't crash, but everything shifted on its head. And I don't think it's going to crash in any, anytime soon, but I loved it because people complain, people sit around and cry and they don't know what to do because they're not going to give any effort to actually doing it. Like, I can't wait for this Instagram algorithm change. I'm itching for the update. I'm waiting for it every day because so many people are going to stop posting. So many people are like, oh, the only one videos now, like good. Now you're going to get 30 times more. Like if you hated us now, you're going to hate us even more now. Like I can't wait for it. Like with Clubhouse, like people weren't on it. So we were able to grow on it. TikTok, when I started, people weren't on it. So I was able to grow on it. There were no other realtors. So when someone's all realtor, like, well, I don't really want to buy a house. I don't live in Delaware, but I've never seen house content before. <laughs> like, yeah. boom. So wow. It, that, yeah, that's, that's it. Wow. I absolutely love that. That that's so that's it's just it's the way of the land. I mean, this is the direction we're going into. And I love how you're positive about moving into the down market or moving into an algorithm update. So instead of dreading anything, just have a positive mindset so you're ready for it and you're mentally preparing yourself for something that's gonna happen regardless. I think the last question I have for you is on the traditional side, farming, right? Farming was a huge thing. So how, what's your approach when it comes to farming? I mean, you talk about QR codes. Is this like a, a mailer with just a QR code saying, scan me, and there's a video on the other side? Or what are you doing with farming? Um, is it like just around an open house and a, and a house that you're selling? Or are you dominating the whole freaking Delaware? The whole state. The whole state. <laughs> I mean, so that is a 2022 classified document um, okay. on what okay. we're doing to take over the whole state. Um, okay. But right now we really focus in on our central to southern area um and we do that with uh, door knocking and we have market updates we don't ask them to do anything we say here's an update on the market and on the bottom hey want to know what your home specifically worth here's a qr code and it leads them to a cma generator like we don't have to do anything except get the ping of hey they got their cma and we can call them say hey we saw you got your cma what'd you think about the price Boom. Oh, I thought it was dumb. Oh, well, you know, that is a generator. So why don't I give you a personal one? Could I come by Tuesday to drop it off to you? Like, again, old school methods, new school technology. Um, using things like slide aisle, we do a ton of those um, to get right into people's voicemails. We QR code our listing signs. I do have a really cool idea that I would take 15 minutes to go into, but I have the opportunity to get a billboard and I don't like billboards because I feel you need 20 billboards to really serve the purpose in an area. So I, po- I posed a question to myself, and this, and this is one piece of advice I would always give, because, and I'll, I'll format it first. We are great at giving relationship advice that we don't take ourselves in our own relationships. Of course. We're great at giving business advice we don't take in our own business. So whenever I run into a problem, I, pull, like, I mentally pull myself out of my own brain, and I pretend someone just asked me the question. Hey, Zach, if someone gave you one billboard, what would you do with it? And I thought, I was like, you know, I would probably just make like half of it, like a giant QR code, uh, not put any branding on it. And I would just say, hey, stuck in traffic, point your camera at this. And literally it's going to be in beach traffic on Saturday, Sundays, Friday, when we get tons of it for like eight hours gridlocked. And it's going to be, here are the seven things that we hate about tourists. So you should avoid these. And it's going to be a funny video. And that's just going to be attention grabbing. Like, oh, this was cute. But guess what? Google tag. You're going to see me everywhere for the next two months. And when you now want to move here to this vacation spot or get that vacation rental or spot, we're the only people you know. But 
that that is again just bringing technology into old school methods um and that's what we're really doing to just gave out his 22 22 22 uh secrets that was only one piece of it there's a lot of it but yes <laughs> i'll gladly give it out at the end of 2022 so <laughs> but we're, we're working really hard on that um and I'm, I'm really proud of it it's going to be really really big um because we are growing into now possibly multiple states we do have agents in florida um and with now the you know there's a little bit more national pull now with with our name which is awesome and amazing and i'm so grateful for that and blessed and i don't feel like i ever deserve it um but again i forgot the question we're just going so fast i love your energy you're good hey bro. man that was that hit the nail on the head at the end of the day what are you doing as far as farming's concerned and you just took it to a whole other level and one person i would recommend that you look up zachary mm -hmm. is check out the tattoo realtor if you don't already know who he is he's located in my market he's in arizona he has 20 billboards and not only that he feeds <laughs> into his freaking tattoos he's like six foot five 250 pounds his sign is him as a bitmoji pretty much he Perfect. looks like homer Simpson, and then he Perfect. gets donate donate boxes and he has tattoo realtor donut boxes he has a limousine tattoo realtor he has all this stuff billboards everything and so he's already doing that uh we're gonna get him on the show and uh yeah great dude check him out follow him on instagram anyone who's listening follow him on instagram but uh dude this is a pleasure i this is why i want to get you on the show um i can't wait to Value. meet you in person for an event that we're gonna be doing with connor who's also on real estate versus tech which is gonna be huge yep. all around the video and uh my wife she owns a tea company and she's like oh, well, i want to go to another one of these events like the people that you you know are around they don't care about tea. I like i said this event is completely different i said you got to go to this event because she wants to get into video more and she She's going to quit her job and go full-time with her company. So I can't wait to introduce her to you as well. And uh, we're at the end of the show, man. What do you want our viewers and listeners to take from you ending out today's episode? I want people to stop focusing on sales and start worrying about where they're going to be in three years. Um, I remember early on in the business, and this really shifted a piece of my mindset, um, when Jeff Bezos was about to go into their quarterly meeting report where they were going to talk about how the last quarter went. And this is back in 2018. And when a reporter said, you know, what do you guys think you did this quarter to give these results? And he's like, I don't know. I'd have to look back at what we're doing in 2015. He's like, nothing that we did this year brought these results. Like, I want to make that very, very clear. Um, and the reason we're even having this meeting is for the stockholders, not for us to review what we did. We know what we did. It was three years ago. And I was like, whoa, like that's humongous. And it, it's so true because everything that you're either succeeding on or failing on is usually a lagged effect of something else that you've done. Now, it may not be three years. It could be you did your calls today, and then 60 days later, you're closing on the listing that you got. That's typical in our business. But unfortunately, most realtors can only see that far. And some can't even do that because they don't make their calls. But I would look out to all the newer agents or all the ones that really want to make that change and stop thinking about the next two to three months and start thinking about the next two to three years. And how are you not only just going to get more listings and more buyers, how are you going to get more people that know who you are, that know you, like you, and trust you, and that know you and hate you and are disgusted by you? Both. How are you going to do that? Some people will hate your tattoos. Most people will love your tattoos. Some people will hate your voice. Some people will love it. Some people hate that I have a gaming setup for my real estate videos. Some people are like, that's freaking dope. And I want those people. And the other people, they're agents for you. 
go go rock with them you'll never hear me in a video say work with me list with me i say work with your agent of trust or contact your agent of trust i never say work with me because some of you i don't want you to work with me just want to be very <laughs> clear about that so bringing your mindset to building a business not getting sales everyone's focused on sales everyone's focused on quick everyone's focused on money I'm focused on business. I'm focused on legacy. I'm focused on where my family's going to be. These team members I have, I'm not even focused on them growing with the team. How are they going to, how am I going to help them grow their own teams? How am I going to help them open their own offices? Like, how much of a ripple effect are you going to make? Are you here just to literally open doors and shut them and put lock boxes on? Or are you here to make an impact and asking themselves that question? Because so many of us are running in the circle of how can we go from 30 deals to 35? Why not ask yourself, how can I actually scale down my deals for one year to catapult it next year? Because I started a team and I started focusing on branding. And instead of in all my videos saying, hi, it's Jason with 123 Real Estate, your number one realtor, 15 sales last year. Like, what the hell is this intro? Just get into it and yeah. be real and tell them about your bad days and tell them about what sucks and tell them that you drink wine on the weekends or that you're out on the boat like i post and i'm golfing like no one's ever been like you should be working not golfing and if they did they're probably not on instagram anyway so <laughs> focus on your brand focus on the long term long scope view and stop stressing about this month this sale this day and have a eyesight that's farther than the tip of your nose i love, love it, it man Wow, Zachary, that's astronomical. And it ties directly into manifestation. It doesn't matter how you want to go or where you want to go. It just matters that you want what. Yep. And as soon as you say, I want that $100 million, it doesn't matter where you're going to get it. One of our clients had $100 million in five and a half months. He didn't wow. think about how he was going to hit that. He just did it. And he used LinkedIn. Jordan Mott, and he was on our podcast as well for any of your listeners out there, if you want to check him out yourself, Zachary. But sure. man, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank Absolutely. you so much for your time, your, your wisdom, your knowledge. It was awesome. 100%. Dan, thank you so much for coming in as our co-host as always. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Great to meet you, Zachary. We'll be Absolutely. crossing paths. Can't wait to see both of y'all in August. I know this is getting sent out after August, or I would say be there, but hope you were there. If not, I know you missed out. <laughs> You're right, exactly. If they do all of our viewers and listeners, as it is our intention for you to take some from our episodes to have more massive success that you apply to your business, Thank you, and we'll see you on the next one. We made it to the end. Well, thank you so much for watching Real Estate First Technology. We hope you found value, especially something you can apply to your real estate business. If you could do us a favor, we would appreciate it. A thumbs up. If you subscribe, hit the notification bell. You'll be notified for new episodes coming out. And comment below, what the heck did you learn? If you want to join our Facebook group page, there's a link right here. And if you want to be featured on Real Estate First Technology, send us a DM on our Instagram page. We'll see if we get you on the show. So take care. Thanks for watching, and we'll... See you on the next one.